It's questionable whether any more episodes of this podcast will ever be released. I look down, like that is not, there is, I'm just saying, that it was Prince, you know? time was known as Prince. I'd say better than even money. No, let's, let's do, let's just do the podcast. You're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party. A podcast that future you recorded, then went back in time and posted on iTunes as a warning to present you to never listen to Bear Friend Tea Party. Joining you from Kansas, the Sunflower State, I'm Christopher Winter. And on the program with me tonight, from New York, the Empire State Building State, D. Gunnard Beamish. Hey everyone, it's great to be here. From Missouri, the full frontal nudity state, <laughs> so Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina. And joining us from Oregon, the Wisconsin state, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. Currently wearing pants. And that is the extent of my preparation for this podcast. <laughs> I figure the rest will pretty much record itself. I, I think it already has. I did want to, uh, we do have to open tonight's podcast on a bit of a sad note. We are saying goodbye to our intern, um, Saeed, who, uh, Saeed, is that his name? Saeed? Saeed. 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 He's, um... He's being. We're sad to see him go, but he was completely incompetent. He shouldn't have let the fucking um, dogs out. He, he it's let okay. The, he's moving on to. He let the dogs to, out. He has not edited things. any of these episodes. <laughs> uh, so uh, so long, Syed. We'll miss you. Um, yes. Yeah, good luck. Yourself. Good luck at your new job on the uh, the hit NPR show. Slight Ma- political marketplace. <laughs> That's funnier. <laughs> I like these routines where we pretend that this is an actual podcast. Po- Strictly speaking, it is Wait. an actual podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not it's some kind of so mock podcast. Why, Bear why do you guys think party. our podcast is not like world famous? <laughs> Technically <right now>. a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Jeremy, you have just just to clarify, it's, you have not like for the last year and a half or however long, you haven't been just telling us that you're posting the podcast on iTunes and somehow just adding it to our personal feeds, but no one else's, have you? That would be really impressive. That would have been a really good prank. It, it would it would have been functionally indistinguishable from what's actually happened. That's, that's a very Kantian uh, notion. I'm not... I don't know if it's Kantian. I think it's uh Isn't it it's like the the uh the demon that's it's, it's functionally indistinguishable. I I think that it'd be uh I mean it sounds like pragmatism to me. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> I uh, I didn't <laughs> study Now that's Kantian. Jeremy, let me ask you let me ask you a question, uh, Jeremy. What's on the program uh, tonight? Well, he asked. Well, well, was that a hyperboric question? Well, 
We've got a great show for you tonight. Um, tonight on Bear Friend Tea Party, segment one, uh, reminiscing about... Chris, are you still going oh, yeah. with this? Okay, Why does segment everyone one. assume that's a fake segment? <laughs> <laughs> segment one, reminiscing about people we have killed in self-defense. Segment three, nagging question. Can you really make gin in an old bathtub? I'm kind of segment offended four. that everyone assumes that segment is real, but mine is fake. <laughs> segment four, fake toilet parts. And Wait. segment two, classic <laughs> ill-fated fast food ventures, the Burger King Kingdom. But before we get into that, um, why don't we do uh, letters and shit? Um... I don't know. So let's see. Yeah. Okay. This week. Um, oh, right. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> this uh, this week. I'm actually going to read some fake listener correspondence. Oh, sounds um, good. Yeah. I made I made this up. This is just a joke. Um, Novel. The, these. This is. These sort are. This is your joke. Wand. Listener correspondence uh, referencing a uh, an episode uh, uh, that we didn't actually okay. do. Um, well, we got to we set in the scene. <laughs> well, you don't want, John, you don't want a War of the Worlds situation here. You don't want him to, like, read fake maybe, letters and people think maybe that's that exactly people what I want. think they're real. And then before you know it, they're killing we, each other. It's chaos on the we streets. Got a, we, we, we got a hell of a listener response to our uh, to uh, episode 00030. Buy corn, buy corn. Funny sound effect in which we did a... Um, Segment on uh, on uh, life hacks that uh, you can do to uh, kind of make your ma- little tricks you can do to make your life easier, which we we call life hacks, and other we, people we also call that it term. that. But um, but yeah, episode. we got a lo- we got a lot of we we had asked our listeners to send in their own little life hacks right. um, that they wanted to share with us, and we got a great response. I'm just going to read a few of them here from the mountain. Of responses we did get. Um, regular listener, super fan, and president of the United <laughs> States, Drew Bees. To share, uh, to share this little, um, this little uh, tip, he says, uh, "Make a birdhouse out of an old VCR or refrigerator." 
That's an excellent idea. Great. Oh, it's man. a great tip, Drew. Uh, we really yeah. appreciate that. I'm yeah. sure a lot of our listeners will appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. Regular listener, um, Robot Ed, and Robot is in quotes, uh, he writes in to share, um, share this tip. He says... Uh, drive your car in reverse to get out of tight spots and save gas also. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. That's funny and true. It's funny because it's Um, true. And I'm just going to share one more. (laughs) uh, Listener Cyborg Chevy Chase Dispenser (laughs) writes in with this little life hack. He suggests... um, Neighbor having sex with your wife? <laughs> Punch that piece of shit in the face and threaten additional violence. <laughs> oh, God. That's a, uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's an innovative tip from Cyborg Chevy Chase Dispenser. Jeremy, Jeremy um, I, li- I like that that one started with a question. Jeremy, yeah, well, that was a hyper... Jeremy, can we just circle back really quickly to what Drew B's... Just wanna... I'm sure Drew knows this, but just... Regular listener and, and super president fan. of the United States and president Drew of the Bees. United I'm States. Sure, I'm sure Drew he, be, as he is president of the United States, I'm sure he knows this. But just to, for our listeners, if you do make a birdhouse out of a refrigerator, you got to remember to take the door off that thing because you don't want the birds to accidentally get themselves stuck inside. It's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and if you're making a birdhouse out of an old VCR, I guess you should probably pull that flap off. <laughs> That like automatically closes. Yeah, and like melt it down and completely reconstruct it into a different shape just entirely. It's like an old VCR hanging from the branch of a tree with a bunch of birds. I mean, the stuck thing is, it. like, don't be an ass. You know, rewind your birds before you return them to the shop. Oh. Oh. What about a think Betamax about other player? I think that might work better. A Betamax would only work Shape-wise. on like an Archaeopteryx. That is a, uh, oh, uh, it's a, it's an it. obscure joke, it. but if you think about it, it's not that well, obscure. Yeah, I mean you had to. That's a way Homer. I'm glad we mentioned Archaeopteryx. We have well, it's have been you, a few if episodes. If you listen closely, we we mention Archaeopteryx on every episode of Bear Friend Tea Party. Yeah, we'll I definitely, we definitely closely. had a lengthy discussion of it. Of it of Archaeopteryx on episode 00030, uh, uh, bike horn sound, bike horn sound, <laughs> crashing cars, etc. Um. I, I have a, I have something of an addenda. A, a what? An Hang addendum. You. Um, I don't know if it's going to be interesting I'd enough. I'd like to hear it. All right. Well, okay. I, I, would, so, I would also very much like to hear it. So in episode 00042, uh-huh. How High Are Your Roundhouse Kicks? Jeremy Mullis from North Carolina was reading an email from listener Robot Ed uh, with robot in quotes. And <laughs> he, you, uh, you referred to them as scare quotes. Yes. Um, and I wanted to look that up because it, it sounded like the wrong term. I thought the term scare quotes was only to be used like in a literal like sense. About a like about well, Like when you're trying to frighten the listener. <laughs> right. You know? Um, but it turns out that's not what the case. Uh, if you look at the... If you look at the Wikipedia article on scare quotes... Uh, 
there are, there's actually another use of the term which I think is more is is pretty much what robot ed was going for here um, which is that it's <laughs> to indicate that the word or phrase in, in quotes is being used in a, a non-standard ironic or otherwise special sense so I just wanted to say that I think the term is confusing <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it um, is that and a, a separate point, uh, they are also referred to as sneer quotes. That I don't like. That seems more appropriate in that instance, because it's not like Robot Ed's trying to scare somebody. Do you get the impression that the term scare quotes, did, which came first, air quotes or scare quotes? Is that a hypophoric question? Did we call them scare quotes because we already had a term called air quotes and it had a nice kind of ring to it, like... No, I, I think they're completely different. But they they rhyme. Air quotes are, are how you do square, scare quotes when you're speaking, I think. On a separate note, the Wikipedia article for scare quotes uh, contains a cautionary note that, that suggests <laughs> it's a good idea not to overuse them because uh, it, I, I guess it can potentially create kind of a distancing effect with the reader. Like if every word is in scare quotes. The Wikipedia article for scare quotes contains many, many quotes of like single words that uh, like really makes it look like they are scare quotes. Did you know that the novel Moby Dick um, in the original printing, actually, the entire story was in scare quotes? No, I didn't know that. Like it opens and ends. Like with the a entire quote. the entire yeah. thing is like maybe yeah. It didn't it's all happen. supposed to be just kind of like a little bit snide. Scare quotes have been described as ubiquitous. 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 Segment one, reminiscing about people we have killed in self-defense. So look, I, um, I was thinking, like, we've been, we've been family a long time. Like most of my life. And we've had a lot of experiences, some of them fun, some of them, you know, less fun. I thought maybe we could just go around real quick and informally uh, reminisce about some of the times that we've all killed people in self-defense. Um, like I was, because I was thinking the other day, you probably remember uh, when we spent the summer in New Mexico that time and the four of us were wandering, you know, through the, the pinyon forest. Um, got away from Lachlan, who was babysitting us, and uh, came, you know, oh, yeah. came across that vagrant, who, you know, at the time it seemed threatening. He was he was clearly drunk. You know, he was he charged us, and um, well, I mean, I don't need to get into the details of what happened, but we swore we, you know, we disposed of the body. We said we would never speak of it again. Um. Oh wait, I, I'm sorry. Is this segment people we killed together in self-defense? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a little bit, a little bit of both. Like I'm, I, you know, I'm just thinking back on the the, you know, the 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 real live memories, like the ones that come to my mind. And a lot of those. You know, are if we need to, we can together. separate this into two different segments. Yeah. No, no, no. I, but if, I, like, if you so, have, yeah. if you have a really vivid memory of of, so, like, I feel like we've all we the three of us have heard these stories over and over again, but our listeners probably haven't. Well, right. 
I mean, oh, and, and so, so I was just, thinking just this to, was just to wrap up. Turned out the man we killed, former Supreme Co- Supreme Court Chief Justice Earl Warren. Well, all I can say is good thing New Mexico has that stand your ground law. Yeah. I right? Well, I mean, I mean, we were never really. Does it? I don't actually know. He behaved in a threatening manner. So, guys, I've never. Um... I don't think I quite understood the premise of this segment, but I'm going to go ahead with this anyway. Seems very um, straightforward. I've never, I've never really talked to anyone about this. Um, I, um, I killed Richard Dreyfus in uh, self-defense. The uh, the well-known actor Richard Dreyfus. Right. By yourself? Yeah, by myself. I, I, I ran him over with my car uh, in, in self-defense. It, it was... Well, he had it coming. He... You know... It was... Uh, it was kind of a weird time for me. Yeah. But... He... he, see, he he seemed threatening um, in the movie Jaws. <laughs> I mean, he, he, did, he didn't seem like an animal lover. He didn't. He most certainly I was did thinking, not. I was thinking of his role in the movie What About Bob? Was he in What About Bob? <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he tries to kill Bill Murray. That's a good point. With it's dynamite. funny. You know, when you ask when you ask someone about people they've killed in self defense, it's amazing how often Richard Dreyfus comes up. <laughs> A lot of people have killed Richard <laughs> Dreyfus in self defense. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus, who I guess is still alive, but <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was dead. I just tried to think of a random celebrity quickly. <laughs> Hard to know. But I, I think one. he was a good choice. Yeah, no, I think he was. It no, reminds that was good. me, Jeremy. That was you good. probably remember, like when we were um, when we were really little, we'd go up to Mendocino in Northern California, and um, out in the woods. I remember uh, hiking out there. Our dad was away somewhere, maybe drunk, drunk driving around, giving it giving a TED Could talk. Have been giving a TED talk. Um, we came upon a black bear, uh, California black bear, and I don't know if maybe she thought that we were threatening her cubs or trying to steal her honey or wanted our picnic basket but uh just you know came came a came a crashing through the undergrowth at us mauled mauled you knocked you knocked you over um adrenaline took the you know took over and i i just uh shoved my arm like directly into her mouth and then up through you know into the squash the brain you know through the the brain cavity um, through the bear's mouth. Yeah, through the mouth. That's a oh, thing I you mean, can yeah. Do. I mean, you yeah, remember like, that. Through the bear's you mouth. That. And I remember that now. And the, I was thinking that you went in through through the eye socket. I mean, that would be another way to do it. Isn't but this segment called over. reminiscing about well, John, people we have John, killed in self-defense? You got to wait for the kicker. Bear falls over. We investigate the body. Richard Dreyfus in a bear costume. <laughs> Fucking Dreyfus. Classic. Yeah. Classic Dreyfus. Oh, man. Okay, I've got one. Do you guys remember that one time that we 
killed California Senator Barbara Boxer in self-defense. Wait, which 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 time? Uh, this would have this would have been uh, last autumn. Okay. Wait, did I, w- I was thinking yeah, of a time um, in the '90s. No, 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 okay. no, no. This 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 was more you recent. Might, this was after we started the you podcast. Might not have been there in the '90s. Um, she no she she was she was listening to the right. podcast and she did not right. like it. And she was getting ready to post a negative review on iTunes. <laughs> those, those reviews will literally kill you. hi I would be happy for some negative reviews. <laughs> Chris, you're, some of these segments, like, I think, like, you, you, you like, think it's going to be really obvious to everyone what you're going for. <laughs> No, I think this was pretty obvious. <laughs> well, it's it is unclear whether these are like I thought we were all going to be confessing oh, to the group. I mean, group you can if you want about like our own personal kills that we like hadn't I, talked like, about. I, I mean, I feel bad that Danny's not here. I know one of the classics for him back um, when uh, you know when he was in his twenties. Uh, he and his wife Allie were first dating. And they were walking to get, you know, they were had gone to see a movie, a t- uh, a threatened, you know, by a by a mugger. Um, again, Danny reacts immediately. Adrenaline takes over, shoves his hand into the mugger's mouth, like up through into the mouth, up through the br- into the brain cavity, crushes the mugger's brain with his hand. That's that's and that's how you do and it. Chris, all of yours are eerily late, similar. And that night. That was the first night they made love. He woke up. He wakes up the next morning. Looks up. And looks it was over. Hot. W- wakes up the next. Yeah. It was. Oh, it was hot. Tender. Sensitive. Smoking. Wakes up the next. Smoking. Wakes up the next morning. Looks over at the woman. He thinks maybe the one. Looks over. Who's in the bed with him? Fucking Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Fucking Richard Dreyfus, God damn! I think there's one that you're forgetting. Oh, do you remember? Shit, you're yeah. right. Wait, the uh, the I, other and I, and I know it's hard for you to discuss. No, 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 no. Uh, a little, a little fellow named Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> second I mean, man on the moon. Second comes right after. Fir- fir- well, I don't remember what the second thing is, but the, the first thing is more important anyway. Self-proclaimed second man on the moon. I mean, the thing is, yeah, he made it to the moon. Did he get back? Mm. Look. Um, yes, he did. There that was a great music video he did a couple years ago. Did he do a music video? The one video? with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, the Rocket was Experience. Was it great, though? Yeah, of I didn't it was watch great. it. Was it that's so? I mean, I assume I, that was I, why have, Jeremy killed him because it was such a great trust video. Your judgment. I was like, there's going to be I, a link in the show notes to I that. I did. I didn't want video. him to try to follow it up and fail. <laughs> yeah, as so was, often happens. Really, it's really his own self defense in which you killed him. Uh, well, I mean, I guess, I guess, I killed Prince for similar reasons, though. I, <laughs> I wish I had done it fifteen <laughs> years earlier. <laughs> So we were walking to the gas station. I'm carrying this gas can. It's kind of raining a little. And suddenly out of the shadows, this like really, really snazzily dressed guy comes out and starts like doing all these crazy moves. And I just like, you know, 
I just like pretty much the adrenaline like kicked in and I just acted on instinct and like I just basically I've never done something like this before but I my fist just like this thing on just like came out of nowhere went straight like into his mouth and up (laughs) and like my hand (laughs) went up into his like head cavity (laughs) my fingers like like reached up in and like crushed his brain with my bare hands I don't I like I've never had an experience like that before or since with a few exceptions I looked down and then I realized lying dead on the ground there was uh, Prince who at the time was known as Prince and uh, and and then we were like oh shit oh shit this is looks oh, really man. bad uh, we rolled him over, and it and on the back of his head was another face, and that face was Richard <laughs> Dreyfus. It was really <laughs> fucked up. But in any case, I, we burnt the body and like threw it over over an overpass. No one ever found out. It was pretty cool. On the whole, um, I believe we missed your piano <laughs> lesson, though. Well, and, I was late, and that's the story of how I uh, killed Prince and Richard Dreyfus in self defense. <laughs> Segment three, <clears throat> nagging question. Can you really make gin in an old bathtub? Um, this is my segment. I'll be leading this segment. So, so we've all heard the term bathtub gin used to refer to a very low quality hard liquor, presumably gin, presumably in the gin right. family. Um, generally, like this is, uh, we're referring to something from the, like the prohibition era and the presumption to me has always been that like people are making this is kind of DIY low quality gin that people make in their bathtubs and that got me thinking um can you really make gin in an old bathtub um and <clears throat> the anth- the answer is uh no oh is it yeah, it's, I thought you could make gin in whatever. Uh, Jeremy, I, I have a different answer. <laughs> I told you John should have done it. He's going to say that you can. <laughs> Let's vote. I think John should leave this segment. Uh, so the answer I have written down in my notes is... Well, I should um, say, it, it is he, a did, You didn't even let him say the one word that is the only other possible answer. <laughs> Go on, sorry. No, what if it's maybe... No, no, it says We're not that it kind of yes. podcast. This it is says, not a philosophy podcast. It says yes. Podcast. Yes, it says yes, you can make gin in pretty much anything. Thank you. Those are my notes for this segment. What like a new bathtub? I guess that working, doesn't matter who. A working what about bathtub. like a hot tub? Doesn't so, matter who. Doesn't matter who. Well, it wouldn't work unless you put, you know, stopped up the drain. Otherwise, it's it's just, just wasting your get, time. It's just like making a. You just, it's just like if you're making a you boat just, out of just, an old bathtub. You, just, you right, gotta exactly. clog that. You gotta stop that drain up. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're just pouring gin in there, and no, it just goes know. out. 
Well, if you that, can that imagine the mental image image that, that, you can, that you can uh, seal off, Chris, it doesn't it's, matter. It sounds like your idea of making gin in a bathtub, Chris, is filling your bathtub with gin. That's how I do it. That's, that's exactly how I would do it. Yeah, I mean, this, look, the, the gin would you, be produced in the bathtub. I'm going to tell you a little not bit. Not be gin prior to putting the ingredients into the bathtub. I mean, in keeping that's your with opinion. tradition. Um, I think for it depends the, on what kind wait, of gin wait, wait, you're him, trying to make. Go. Slow for gin. Bathtub gin. Typically, yeah, then, then, then no problem. <laughs> let, wait, let Jeremy. Let Jeremy, Jeremy you, go. Were, you were saying. Okay, I mean, traditionally, um, in our nagging question series of topics, um, the amount of research that I do is to skim the first page of Google image search results <laughs> and uh, when I did that, you know. I don't see I don't see any examples of like legitimate looking stills created using bathtubs. <laughs> I think that I, I, I think I that, get it. Stills. Still. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I'm gonna say uh, no. I think that. Good night, everybody. I think that you could probably. That showbiz. Good night. I think you could probably. If you were illicitly making distilling hard liquor in your house, you might do it in the bathroom. You might do it in your bathroom. You might use a bathtub as kind of a just a handy large vessel to store liquid. But you're not going to be able to distill hard liquor in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not so feasible. You're going to need a lot of other equipment. You would need a distillery. Right, but you use the bathtub as part of the uh, you, the process, right? You need I'm a willing, of vat. I, I'm willing to accept that the bathtub may have been used in a dis, in like some kind of bootlegging activity. I don't think it's, it's like integral the reservoir to, the process to of, catch the maybe. But, uh, yeah, maybe. You okay, fill it so with you're, ice. what you're saying, Jeremy, is that as the leader of this segment, you are saying that can you make a can you make gin in an old bathtub? Yes. Can you make gin with only an old bathtub? No. <laughs> I, I disagree yeah. with both both questions. You uh, can't I, disagree with a question. Can't run a car I with think to, the, <laughs> to the extent, uh, maybe you can. Yeah, I don't know. You make a good point. The question, the guess, question wasn't about get, distilled gin. The question was about gin. Can you uh, can you alcohol without dis? Distillation? Yeah, apparently all you need is like some alcohol and like a okay, bunch of the shit. You, wait, 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 so you already you, have the alcohol? Yeah, that you seems like cheating. already have the alcohol. I mean, that's basically like Chris's idea where you just pour gin in it the It would bathtub. work. Right, or like I can make I can make super glue, just get some glue, and like fuck no, that. No, it's totally you know, like, different. I don't it's buy totally I guess, I guess what, John, so what you're saying is like if you just had like grain alcohol or like vodka, you could yeah, basically actually use that's, it. Yeah, that's, actually that's what's recommended. So, uh, okay, so... Uh, my father recently had a birthday, and I actually bought him a gin-making kit. And and step nice one of the kit was buy some vodka. <laughs> See, that's that's that sounds like. And I thought, no, I thought that sounded sketchy too. But but it turns out that like that's like originally that was how gin was made. It was by taking other alcohol and just like. Soaking a bunch of flowers and herbs and shit in it for a couple days to make it slightly more palatable, right? To make it, yeah, to turn it into oh, gin. Which is so, so awesome. do you think? So, 
is the presumption then that but like obviously during prohibition you couldn't just go out and buy vodka to make bathtub gin right yeah i guess that's true but the question okay the question the question really ought to be can you can you distill gin in an old bathtub or or i would i would follow that with the question can you make vodka in an old bathtub (laughs) because it's got to come from somewhere yeah i mean not just you know not just pulling it out of the mouse hole here right i guess i'm gonna have uh, i guess if you're making if you're like making alcohol you need you need some kind of pressure i don't know how fucking alcohol is made you need like some pressure or something right yeah you need you need you just need to like let it grow shit by like i don't know you put it in an old boot <laughs> i think i think <laughs> i think we're i think we're all basically you probably need some hops in there too we're p- pretty uneducated i think we're all basically <laughs> in agreement here which is that oh you if could you had a large use... enough bathtub you could just put a distillery inside of it I think we're all basically in agreement here. If you just fill the bathtub with vodka, throw a bunch of juniper berries and other, you know, shit in there. Pour some gin in. Then you got some gin. You know, if you put after um, a couple days, you know, you're you're. I set. think if you put vodka and juniper berries through a Brita, we'll both come from Earth. It'll just come out as gin. <laughs> I think Grey vodka is. Grey Goose vodka. Did that go the way you wanted it? Yeah, I think that was. I think I'm pretty satisfied with that. Um, <laughs> didn't go. Didn't go. Uh, you know, I I got a lot more pushback than I thought I would, but I think it. <laughs> Um, it really does depend on what you mean by making gin. I think we all agree you could use a bathtub as a vessel to infuse vodka with botanicals. Um, you certainly, if you were distilling liquor in your bathroom, you could use the bathtub just as a handy multi-purpose vessel, perhaps for the initial fermentation or to hold a bunch of ice during when you're distilling. You would need more than just a bathtub, though, and you would definitely need to plug up the hole so that the gin didn't come out, go right back out. No, that's true. I mean, I you, just, can, you can make gin in an old bathtub in the same way you can grow a shark in an old bathtub. But I'd you, like to push you need it to come from somewhere else first. I mean, say, saying, saying that, well, okay, you need more than just the bathtub, I mean, that's kind of like answering the question with, can you make... Like the question of can you make a casserole in a in a, a pot? That's not the question, you know. But the it's kind of like answering that question. Tune in like, next well, week yeah. to find uh, out. I guess my question now: it would, Were we to continue this segment, which we definitely should not? <laughs> my my now now the questions I have are like: During prohibition, what if any role did the bathtub play in the gin making process? <laughs> Because we can certainly imagine some ways it might have been used, assuming it was used at all. Or is that just kind of a pejorative term that arose like after prohibition, just to kind of refer to shitty booze? And I mean, these questions cannot be answered by skimming the first page of results of a Google image search, unfortunately. <laughs> it's true. So, this podcast has its limitations. 
wants a big butter and Welcome to another uh, another edition of Fake Toilet Parts. Uh, <laughs> no, Classic no, 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 no. <clears throat> Ever since we've been doing these. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, everyone out there in Bear Friend Tea Party Land. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Bear Friends. So here we are with another segment, another edition of Fake Parts. Tonight, <laughs> we're going to be focusing on, this is, this is one you've been requesting for a while, and I know that you Patreon donors have already heard this, but tonight we're going to give it to the rest of you. We're talking about fake toilet parts tonight. Right. Yeah. Butt flap. 
the dongle. Reverse thread broaster cups. Ball cock supply valve. Pipe groat. Self-sealing stem bolts. Odor hole. The Dowager Countess. Tank grease. Spud washer. Rotator pinch knobs. Reverse graduated bobber. <laughs> Rotator... Oh, uh, overflow toggle. Angry beehive. Pot paste. Float <laughs> adjustment screw. Backup urine reservoir. Cleft sprocket. Chump threads. The ghost flush. Mesh dump arm. Tank bolt. <laughs> Safety dump plugs. <laughs> Smell rod. <laughs> Corrode... <laughs> Road-proof Wimblewobbits. Canadian Sky Canoe. <laughs> Imitation Porcelain yep. Water Hog. Hot Pink Faux Fur Seat Cover. <laughs> Wrench Nesters. Desalination Module. Rust O Root Emergency Brush. Home Urine. Whip 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 Chamber. Emergency Flush Stop Chain. <laughs> Flush Governor. Flow inversion toggle. <laughs> Copper glunderhooked under nozzle. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Stainless fuck tube. Water uptake <laughs> flange. Poop drain caps. Flap needle. Grundle lever. Industrial strength urine. <laughs> Rumble chain. Articulated flush arm extension. Bull weevil coating. Thresher valve. Commercial pressure slide. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Big butt getting up sensor. Cantilevered <laughs> seat retractor. Filter fairies. Cross flow tube nut. Nodes. Extreme overflow outlet. Bloaters. Double-threaded cue gasket. The plumber's taco. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read these back. <laughs> Ra- <laughs> Ratchet grooved gunter hinges. Go to the uh, <laughs> how apropos. Are are you out, Jeremy? I'm out. I've only got. Oh, okay. Bar- I got. I got a couple more. Bargle muffin. Fecal distillation chamber. <laughs> Corn magnets. Spring attenuated yeah. camshaft. Beryllium kneeser footstops. Steam pipe trunk distribution venue. <laughs> Auger fripped tootling area. <laughs> the Burj Khalifa. <laughs> Is that that giant, that really tall building? Yes. <laughs> Eighth inch never bolts. The nozzle. U <laughs> ring U dongles. I'm out. And the last fake toilet part is the filth meter. <laughs> okay, I'd like to we... thank you all, all right. for sticking around through the bitter end of this feud. You think we did we get them all? 
Uh, I think that is all the fake toilet parts. Yeah, we I think that was a complete listed, list. Yeah, they, they're just the complete. This should be the segment title is complete list of fake toilet parts. <laughs> Hey, 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 we're not here to discuss the Doritos Locos tacos from Taco Bell. The chickens and the chickens. Juniper segment two. What, Classic what? ill-fated fast food ventures. The Burger King Kingdom. Let's do it. I didn't, so this I didn't read segment. about this at all. Let's do it. I, uh, <laughs> I will be leading this segment uh, put unless my anybody feels... Away. Strongly that they want to instead. Uh, that would be fine. Uh, <laughs> no, you, this is all you. I, I've been looking forward. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, um, I'm more comfortable if you do it. I'm curious where you're heading with this. So, ever since we started doing these classic ill fated fast food ventures segments, you know, people have been writing in uh, they, and they've been saying, you know, when are you guys going to do. The McLobster, and my response to that is, well, not today. No, today we're going to be talking about the Burger King was there Kingdom. There McLobster. There was, but it was ill-fated. That, that is not the subject of this segment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, <clears throat> this is not going to be quite as formal as as the McDLT discussion was. You don't have any printouts. Oh. <laughs> I don't have any discussion questions. I, I do have some notes. Um, well, go uh, ahead. Okay, so. I'll just start. I'll just start. I'm just. Gonna, I have an opening statement. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, which I will read. Um, which I will read now. The Burger King Kingdom. <laughs> Settled. <laughs> Good night, folks. Wikipedia states that the Burger King Kingdom is a, quote, fantasy world associated with Burger King. This description seems transparently true, but whose fantasy is it? Why and how did it come into existence, and what became of it? Well, Bear Friend Tea Party is going to attempt to answer those questions and more during the course of this segment. Now, as is the norm with our classic ill-fated fast food ventures series, uh, we're going to make every effort to remain neutral, to leave our preconceptions at the door, and to conduct an honest search, leaving no stone unturned in our effort to understand the topic before us. Now, I want to make especially clear here, gentlemen... Uh, that even the contention that the Burger King kingdom was ill-fated, and those were scare quotes, just to make that clear. <laughs> I heard them. Uh, even even that contention is itself open for debate. So there's there's nothing there's nothing too controversial for discussion. Okay, what the Burger King kingdom was. A constructed fantasy realm ruled by an eponymous Burger King, populated with various food-inspired fictional characters who pay fealty to him. In reality, this fictional world was conjured as a concentrated marketing campaign both inspired by, and constructed as a direct response to, McDonald's own food-based continuity, McDonaldland. 
what the Burger King kingdom was not. In any sense, a real corporeal or extant physical location or political entity. I agree with that enough to continue the discussion. To me, one of the things that was interesting about the Burger King kingdom <laughs> was that yes. to an extent, unlike McDonald Land, the Burger King kingdom in the commercials does seem to be set in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it mm -hmm. is like, it's like basically our world and all the laws of our world <laughs> do seem to be honored except that there is a magical king figure who likes magic and food that's fun and like that, that would be the burger king yeah the burger king yeah, just just to be clear <laughs> sorry, Unlike, sorry in contrast to mcdonald land which takes place sort of like on the set of like barney yeah right exactly. well but also but i think more more directly i think i think what jeremy's getting at is that ronald mcdonald uh mm -hmm doesn't have any overt magical powers if i'm not mistaken well it's unclear it's unclear i don't know. i mean i wouldn't it's, i wouldn't let's not get into that it's i mean i do think i guess the segment is not about mcdonald's so. the the point i just wanted to bring up because you were you're presenting this as one of your like basic premises was that um this was not a real realm and like for <laughs> me like <laughs> It, to me, this is, it is, it's kind of, um, it does seem more grounded in reality than McDonald Land, which clearly takes place in a, completely in a meta realm, like kind a of a meta space. fantasy space. Whereas this is yeah. more like, uh, I don't know exactly what the right word for it is, but it, it, it's definitely more like. It's a version of the real world. Yeah. Just someplace yeah, you've yeah. never been before. It's kind of yeah. like an an alternate history. Maybe. Well, and yet, and yet, I would say that far too many of those commercials uh, sort of end with the the denouement of of <laughs> the going to Burger King. going to Burger King, <laughs> spending money on hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, well, but that's an interesting question. Are they really spending money, or is are they free? No, they're, mm. they're because the Burger King just makes them appear out of thin he just air. Produces Wait, can we, John? Could you like run us through yeah, some let's, of let's, the okay, run us through right. some of the, let the me, characters? Let me give you still let me give kind you of like a, a play place, okay. with ball up ball. So like, okay, so so okay, so these are the the dramatis personae <laughs> of the Burger King kingdom. Okay, so you've got you've got the Burger King, right? Right. Uh, he is the reigning monarch of the yeah. kingdom. Uh, well, let's come back to that because we'll I have come back some, to that. some questions about. about we that, will come back to it status. if you would let him sure, move sure. Now, it, then we could come we back to it. We don't know his. We yeah. don't know his family name. There's no given name. I mean, Burger. His primary claim to the throne seems to be his beard, and, and his being crown. able to <laughs> like crownly make burgers appear. No, I've seen that meme. He definitely has a crown. He can also turn burgers into French fries and vice versa. Now I've never seen him do that. That seems. Uh, I've no, seen him. I've seen him that. turn that a potato into French fries. That almost seems self-defeating. I mean, it's like, you know, I can turn 
my money it's like making into a different in kind of I mean, money. What the fuck? Yeah, it's honestly, like, it's a bit shouldn't a, you be a bit able of a to Christ turn like figure? Honestly, shouldn't you be able to turn like rocks into hamburgers or something? Now I was told that I should shut up and let John go through all the characters. Yeah, so and, and the, you're so, not following through on that. And so then you have uh, you have Sir Shake a Lot. Mm-hmm. Sir Shake a Lot is a knight who wears armor made of Burger King cups. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And minor has a character. craving for milkshakes. Sounds like a precursor to... He, I, um, see, that's interesting that you say he's a minor character, because I would say he's probably the most important character next to the Burger he King. He is the second one John mentioned, so that's mm. how minor is that. <laughs> it sounds like you're describing um, that character from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but I, you know... That's actually pretty what is it? close Master to Shake? What is it, I, mean, I, mean, it, I mean, he's depicted by an actual guy in a Shake costume, but otherwise... That's basically Wait, is right. His if armor it, is made um, out of one big foam cup or many it's big cups? one cup. big foam many cup. Many cups. In case it was not clear, we are talking about a series of live action commercials for Burger King. <laughs> a fast food restaurant. Yeah. It wouldn't, okay, let's. When did this happen? 70s and 80s. 70s yeah, 70s, and 80s? Okay. 70s and 80s. Because I actually don't know this. I mean, um, the most distinguishing characteristic of Sir Shake a Lot is that the character constantly shakes whenever he's on screen. Does he have Parkinson's disease? See, it's funny that you should say that. He's cold. Was he voiced uh, by Michael J. Fox? One of the the first observations I wrote down when I was watching these commercials uh, was that Sir Shake-A-Lot is... It seems like he's very offensive... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay Because uh, he, lo- he really looks like somebody Making fun of somebody with Parkinson's Oh, see, that's very interesting Because I assumed he was like a tweaker <laughs> now, he's, Yeah, he's I guess that, that's another obvious place he's to go cold from drinking all the shakes He's got the shakes that's, See, Chris, that's the in-universe explanation for, I am in the universe Yeah, we're talking about the universe yeah, right. I mean, I live in the universe. Um, the, but I think, I think if it were on you? today, I think, I think people would probably complain because it's like well, people complain about anything. People man. complain about stuff. I don't know. I mean, and, and that was the first thing I thought of was was like somebody, somebody with Parkinson's, and it's like mm-hmm. it's pretty offensive from that yeah. from that angle. I, it's I only really because you know what Parkinson's disease is. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if I didn't know as much as I know, I wouldn't have such a problem in life true i yeah i didn't get that at all i really thought i really thought drug addled crazy person <laughs> it's um, either either way it seems like questionable material for a you know children's fast food advertising uh campaign nothing on grimace well you know it's okay it's funny that you should bring up grimace it is, it is hilarious because we're about to get to it the really funny. interesting characters <laughs> the, I mean, the Burger King is actually fascinating. But go on. They're, yeah. Well, they're they're all so far. They're both. Fascinating. They're all fascinating. <laughs> Established. Uh, um, okay, but the next one I wanted to mention was the Burger Thing. <laughs> I like that. The Burger Thing is a hybrid talking burger slash living portrait. Wait, wait, so it's a talking burger. Is it three-dimensional? Or is it on a yes. canvas? It's, it's, on like a, a it's on a framed canvas. Like a relief sculpture it is a, where it bulges out a little bit. 
It's a, yeah, like it's like a if you took a giant, if you took a relief. giant like felt yeah, bass puppet bass burger relief. and stuck it on like a painting, a framed painting with a canvas. So it's a canvas with a burger shape sticking out from it. It's the burger thing. Han Solo was frozen in carbonite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of I was thinking of the uh, the uh, carvings on the top of the Parthenon, but yeah, yeah. I I think would be somewhere in between those two things. (laughs) Well, except except talking. Yeah, and and, and the hamburger. It talks and Parthenon sells burgers. I did not find the burger thing that interesting, but. Let me it, let me just let me just run through these real yeah. quick. So okay, so finally completing out the the uh, uh, the roster, uh, you've got I think probably the the nemesis of the Burger King Kingdom, which mm-hmm. which which is the Duke of Doubt. Right. The Duke of Doubt is a, a, a naysayer of the Burger King's magic, uh, and he's basically like the adversary. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the Wizard of Fries. Who is a robot? <laughs> that would have been my eighty-seventh guess. A robot uh, who is who is apparently both fueled by French fries and paradoxically also able to generate them endlessly. Now I have here. I have a question. There about... are so many questions. There are so many questions. This is a. Go ahead. My first, my question about that is, is that canon? Like, where is, or is that, or is that fan fiction? Because when I watched these commercials, I saw at most one appearance by the Wizard of Fries, and he was just chilling there in the rodeo, in the rodeo commercial. I never heard any of this. Like, no one ever mentioned. No, it's the one. It's the one right after the rodeo one. It's like. I think they're using the Wizard of Fries to pitch baseballs or something. Yeah, he was okay. in the baseball commercial. Was he? Yeah, he's in the baseball the one. one. The one oh, okay. of like 12 different baseball okay. Did they just make these up as they went along? He, he was briefly in the rodeo one. I went, no, because I went back through looking for this asshole. Because I, like, the first time through, <laughs> I didn't even see the fucking Wizard of Fries. And I'm like. Yeah, I didn't either. He does sound like, like an where asshole. Like, does, where does this shit come from? This, like, idea that, like this like kind of deep universe shit where like the wizard of fries ca- is fueled by fries and can generate them i didn't see that anywhere in the commercials i saw like a brief shot of a weird fry robot popcorn maker yeah. thing yeah i didn't i did so i'll be honest jeremy i i i didn't either and i'm glad you brought that up because i i saw it in the the wikipedia article <laughs> yeah uh, on the burger king kingdom and then also references. in that also in that um uh the article that I linked in the Yeah, I saw the, it in that uh, article and I didn't see yeah. any citations there. And I'm wondering on, let, was let this like was this backstory like listeners. this backstory like on like menus or like like placemats or something at Burger King? Like where does this all this shit come from and can we like placemats would probably be yeah, canon. I, I, I don't know. I, I you yeah, know, if it was no, I agree. If it was on official Burger King placemats, then it's canon. Fine. I accept it. I mean Burger King does not franchise, am I right? 
it would be great if it said on the placemats like this is not an official. The Wizard of Fries, the Wizard of Fries, both dramatization both, uh, depends on and produces fries. It's paradoxical. It's basically uh, he eats the, his own uh, shit. The name of the article is where it gets really Dispatches surreal. from the fast food wars of the 20th century. He eats his own shit to live. By Matthew Newton, and that's on thoughtcatalog.com. Only. It's a reputable source. He eats his own yeah, shit to which live. Is, I mean, if you want to go beyond Wikipedia, I mean, that's... Uh, anyway, the... Uh, I, that article has several, uh, several advertisements on YouTube... Embedded within it, but uh, the one the one specifically referencing the Wizard of Fries uh, <laughs> appears to have been removed from YouTube. You know what's great about yeah. that name, Wizard of Fries? It sounds like it's a, hard to tell what it's a play. It on. sounds exactly. It sounds like a pun, but it's doesn't. It does not pun with Wizard of Oz, <laughs> right? Because it's Wizard of Oz or Wi- Wizard of Lies. No, it does. What, it's, like, it's Lord of the Flies. Yeah, Lord, of the, the Lord of, of the Fries. Kind that would have been funny. Like Here's what, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to say about the Wizard of Fries. What are you going to say? <laughs> Number one, it's weird that the Wizard of Fries is a robot. <laughs> I think yeah, we can all true. agree. That's really true. weird that the Wizard of Fries is like a lost in space style robot <laughs> that kind of looks like a popcorn maker with fries <laughs> in it instead of popcorn. <laughs> yeah. That's with weird. Number, yeah. Number two... There's very little else we can say about this character. <laughs> he doesn't really appear much in the commercials. We have very little, um, what do you call it, first-hand, first-hand ev- accounts? Yeah. For, yeah, we have very little, like, first-hand <laughs> evidence so, of this character. All we have is a- anecdotal evidence of being <laughs> yeah, so... It's all, it's <laughs> so, like, honestly, honestly I think we should move on. I think we should talk about some of the characters we have more... Like I think, actual I think, information about. But are there more than five I think, characters? I think Agreed. the wizard. Okay, we do know the Wizard of Fries exists because we've seen him in in a baseball commercial. He's, he's there for like no a one's, second. No one's disputing right? that. No one's disputing he was there as much as any of them exist. If the background lore of the Wizard of Fries is accurate, I think that the Wizard of Fries opens up some very difficult questions as to the nature of the universe. Are any of them referenced by name in the commercial? I think like, like the metaphysical is, the well that's the name of the company so, I mean that's like, help, like it's, it's really unfortunate that we like couldn't find any, John, any more footage of the Wizard John, of Fries John, in action on that point um, why I, I are would we say, focusing on the Wizard of Fries say, the one character we know nothing about what are you trying to hide by derailing us talking about the Wizard of Fries who do you work for Look, John, we may we, never um, we never we may never fully understand the Wizard of Fries from today's vantage point. I think maybe <laughs> it might not even be possible for us to understand. Like, we may how be lost weird to is, time. How weird is it like if I was gonna make a robot that was a wizard? <laughs> didn't you want to move on? Least, why don't you at least put a wizard hat on it? Like give it some <laughs> affectation of being a wizard. It just looks like a like a fucking popcorn maker that's sitting there on a horse. John, they did not we, want to revert yes. to cliche for this. This was all new. Well, <laughs> can we talk about the Burger King himself a little bit, John? Please. Because you and I had an exchange on Twitter where my initial response... <laughs> did you really? Yes. I like yeah, how, I like how that's funny. My initial <laughs> like response... totally normal. You, you're just jealous. <laughs> I am. The, my initial response to the the Burger King Kingdom was was highly negative, and I'm starting to come around. But like, <laughs> you know, like my first 
admittedly kind of smart-ass remark was that the name seemed really redundant. They should just call it the Burger Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. I, no, I remember well, you saying is that. It, it has one syllable the more, no, no, uh, uh, The more I think about <laughs> it, it's not the Burger Kingdom. It's not like a kingdom and this guy happens to be the king. It genuinely is the Burger King kingdom. The whole world revolves around the Burger King. Very like, well put. Thank you. That's also the I name mean, of the restaurant. It is the name of the That's also the true, yeah. yeah. I mean, but they could have called it they could have called it the Burger Kingdom. But it's, yeah, the, the in kingdom explanation would be that <laughs> in kingdom kingdom. <laughs> yeah, we, we, within the continuity I mean, we, th- think about the role of the Burger King within that kingdom. Like, you never see him acting in the political role of a king. He's never judging things or making laws or fighting wars or conducting diplomacy. Chris, they're, sh- All they're, sh- does, they're short commercials. He, he doesn't act. They seem interminable. Presumably, <laughs> <laughs> there's a All he does uh, is perform as a magic. He does magic. Yeah. He does yeah. magic. Yeah. He's not... Which a, is bizarre. Like, he's not what? He's not what? He's not what? I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you Baby, I love... I'm sorry. Danny, could you stop hitting things on the table, by the way? That's really fucking annoying. There are... I mean, you're... I'm sure I was kind of into it. I'm sure you're familiar with Max Weber's... Three three kinds of legitimate authority, right? Go on. Right. There's the there's the legal rational, there's the traditional, and there's the charismatic. And I assumed at first that the Burger King would be uh, an incarnation of the traditional authority figure because that's what a king is. Like that's that's the the stereotypical version of of traditional authority. He's fulfilling a role as his ancestors did before him. He's the king because his dad was king. Bullshit. He is. Yeah. The charismatic authority. He's the Burger King because of the magic he produces. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. That's, I agree. Like his totally authority agree. definitely comes from his magic, even though his magic yeah. is kind of gay. It's it's the only <laughs> thing he did. It, oh, it's totally gay. <laughs> that seems like a. Uh, it seems like you're going in a different direction. <laughs> well, yeah, he's never talking about his like his uh you know storied lineage or anything he's always just talking he's not about really like, a political oh, figure look he's i like can a, make a hamburger appear out of you know like a bag that had a hamburger a in it he's not really a king at all he's, he's a prophet the magic is like so it's so like blase and pathetic it's so his, bullshit his yeah. magic is really bullshit it's incredibly bullshit and it's that's like, why that's it's why it's like I, children's birthday party horse shit magic it's like not even it's bullshit oh, even for magic that's being generous yeah. i think yeah um, i have had some great now, birthdays I, I i think i think we should probably <laughs> go into a little more detail about the duke of doubt go for yeah. it yeah mm, um, go for it now, the Duke of Doubt is so essentially his role in the commercials is like whenever, whenever anybody says anything, pretty much, uh, the Duke of Doubt pops out and he says, "I doubt it." True. And it, it, he's supposed to be like the like the nemesis of the Burger King. How does that mm-hmm. How does like, that work? Well, so the Burger King. So okay, he's so like in a this commercial, figure. no, no, okay, in this okay commer- no, fuck all that. <laughs> 
I don't mean like like in universe. I mean like, hey, I want to advertise Burger King. Burger King makes burgers. Great. His nemesis has something nothing to do with burgers. It doesn't make any sense. That's why the shit failed. It's because in McDonald land, you got a hamburger mayor, you got french fry kids. You're jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun. I am. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. So let's just... I just want to make sure we're on the same page with the Duke sorry, of Doubt. Really so the Duke of so Doubt, he's kind of he kind of looks like Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> yeah, Cyrano. Yeah, agree. Cyrano. Agree. Right. He's got like a really long nose and that like frilly collar, stupid dumb fuck collar. Yeah, he he's seems a, like he's, Gerard like a, he's a total piece of shit. The actor who portrays him is wearing a mask. He's like the only one of the main yes. characters who's masked. The Burger King uh, yeah. isn't masked. Well, the Burger, so the burger Thing, masked. the Burger Thing is wearing well, a mask. Burger Thing the Wizard is of, not the Wizard of Fries. Is... Neither of those are masks. They're just three things. Three fifths of them. They're just masks. objects. There's only kind of... five people in the Burger King kingdom. Okay, but uh, so the standard the standard format of the, of each commercial yeah, is guys, is like. The, the Burger King comes around and he's like, oh, look, I can make some, like, fucking burgers and shit up here. And then the bur- the, the the Duke of Doubt pops out and he's like, I doubt it. Yeah, true. And, and, that yeah. But then stupid he, piece of he, he shit. Gets, like, he gets his comeuppance in every, in every episode. That is yep, really dumb. Basically. I'm sorry to, it's, to, to go off on a tangent no, a minute ago. No, that is just it, so dumb. It, that it it's is. really yeah, right. demands it is really to be dumb. commented on because it's, yeah. it's that's terrible. Actually, it's I have like, that in my notes, actually, that really these bad. commercials are really dumb. But it has nothing yeah. to do with the fast food. It's like not even tangentially <laughs> Well, related. no, because then at the yeah. end they go to Burger King. Well, no. I, right. I mean, that character. That, that, yeah. Even though that seems completely unnecessary since they have a wizard who can just make burgers out of thin air. No, right, no, 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 no. The wizard person that can well, make the wizard of fries shit only fries makes and fries. To live. Huh? The wizard of fries makes fries. Yeah. The Burger King also makes sometimes burgers. makes fries. He makes shakes. Burger, he burger, makes everything. You know, it's unclear. It's unclear the extent of his powers because in the in the uh, the jingle, in the jingle, it specifically states. What does it state? Um, play the jingle now. The no, don't the, play it. it. It says it says he. Uh, uh, he can here's do most the magical anything. Burger King. He can do most anything. He spins a web. So it does seem like there are some natural limits to his power. <laughs> it's just not. It's never explored. You know precisely where was, those limits. It was important. It was important to to the to the writers that it not be like just self contradictory on the face of it. I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He, he couldn't he reverse can, time. He can do anything that's logically possible. He can't make a burger so big that even he cannot eat it. <laughs> John, I, I think it is important to double Take down that on the point Danny argument. made, which is that these commercials are really dumb. Like, they're they're very, watching, very dumb. Watching no, I believe that we video double down is maybe uh, the most I have suffered for this I think podcast the most since I listened to the most offensive DJ aspect to me. I no, no, wait, hold on. You guys, can we get a clean can we get a clean read of that? Because Chris just made a he made a good thing. Go all right, ahead. go ahead. No, it's all right. I mean, oh, fuck it's off. Come on. watching watching that video was like the most painful thing I've done for this podcast since listening to He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. Ooh. <laughs> this, oh, great. Okay, but segment. this was much Apologies shorter. to Will Smith. It was, it was much shorter. The uh, f- frequent commenter on the uh, beer friend tea party <laughs> whatever. 20 bucks. Anybody. Um, so do you guys feel like okay so here's a discussion question do you guys feel like the Duke of Doubt is a stylistic counterpart to the Hamburglar 
that's interesting. I th- I would say that stylistically, yes, they have a similar look. They seem to, at least on some very superficial level, serve the same role, just as like an the okay. anti-hero yeah. of the kingdom who is not mm-hmm. really ultimately very threatening and who is always kind of humorously thwarted. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the Hamburglar is mm-hmm. trying to steal the hamburgers, whereas the Duke of Doubt... <laughs> it's unclear. Just, just, it's not, he just yeah, doubts everything. just kind of complaining, and it's really not clear why he continues to doubt. No, because it's like right in front of his eyes. It's like, like the Burger King is just like an doing idiot, all this right? fucking magic and stuff, and the, and the Duke of Doubt is like, I doubt it, like no matter what. There's an important distinction, and that's that... It, it, within McDonald Land, the Hamburglar is an agent of chaos, <laughs> whereas the it's Duke kind of, of kind Doubt, of a Kantian agent. It, the Duke of in the Burger King Kingdom, it's almost the Burger King himself who creates disorder and chaos everywhere he goes. Mm. But the Duke of Doubt is like an agent of order. He's trying to. He's a skeptic. Create order to the world. Yeah, he doesn't believe in magic the, and insanity. Right. He's he like he's trying to nail shit. He's trying skepticism. to nail stuff down. Yeah, I mean, no, better he is, than but, a shallow caricaturism of whatever. I'm just saying, hamburgers. He's, he's an agent. He's an agent of order. Like within that world, that that would be the Burger thing. The Burger King himself. <laughs> the Burger King himself is like Loki. Like what? You know what I'm the saying? The Burger King is Loki. Like Burger King himself is like Loki. He's the agent of chaos. Is that the cloud that, that throws the, the spinies onto Mario? Well, Danny, we're trying to have a no, serious. No, Danny, you're thinking of Lakitu. About, we're trying to have a what serious no, conversation that's why I was, about. That's these. why I was weirded out that you would bring up Lakitu. Lakitu, but, oh, but you didn't. So let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. You know, okay, I did a little. So, I did. I did actually do some research, uh, John. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when they were originally putting the uh, the series together, there was a trio of dukes. There was the Duke of Doubt, Whoa. the Duke of Diarrhea, there was not, and what? the Duke of Diabetes. This is fan fiction. No. That's, yeah, the Duke of Diarrhea. There was no would, Duke you know, of Diarrhea. He would eat a lot of. Uh, this is all going to be stricken from food. the podcast. I, I would have said the Duke of Dicks, but his let him his finish catch, his joke. His catchphrase was going to be "Uh oh." <laughs> And, what and then about the Duke the of other, Diabetes, yeah. he tragically died um, shortly before filming began. So what was that? Okay, I think cancer. you made was like no, no, you make an you make an interesting point when you when you talk about um, when you're talking about the Duke of Doubt and the Duke of Doubt in the commercials is portrayed. I mean, I think you're definitely supposed to read him as kind of the nemesis because he doubts um, the he's Burger more than King's a nemesis. magic. He, he's he's he is a buffoon. It, yeah, and yet at the same time, <laughs> he's constantly getting you know like hoist to his own petard and shit. At the same time, like everything, all of the so-called hoist magic, all of the so-called magic that the Burger King does. <laughs> is so bullshit that like watching it you can't help but like uh, how bullshit is it can we not reference that fucking podcast i'm so over that nice Um, i'm glad they're they're talking about he's referencing the scathing atheist i'm just happy that 
Um, that was wait, I was fishing for John, but I got Jeremy, and I'm happy with that. I don't even I don't remember <laughs> that. Stop listening to that. We, ages maybe we ago. should put thirty seconds but, on the clock. Chumanji. Uh, <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. Before I give Act Three the hard sell. <laughs> They're referencing like references right. that I don't even get on their the podcast We're that they're on. Referencing a podcast, referencing a different. Podcast. You know, Jeremy. It's I mean, it's interesting when you think about the Duke of Doubt. Within the world, he's always wrong, and he's like, yeah, yeah. That's what's so kind frustrating of, about it. it. it yes, yeah, he's Is frustratingly he wrong because well, he's I mean, no, 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 no. That's my question. He like, sees no, no. He sees he said, this stuff uh, happening him, yeah. in universe. In universe, he sees this stuff happening, and he's still like, oh, I doubt it, even though it's obviously happening. But. Outside Even you of can, universe, like you can like see the he's, wires. He's and shit. correct. Is because it of, exactly because all that all that magic is fake? But I mean, he's most a caricature. Of, most of the magic that like he's the not, Burger he's not King a serious does. Character. Most of the magic that the Burger King does. If you saw someone do that in real life, you would be like, "Oh, that's just some dumb parlor trick." Like, "Oh, like I mm-hmm. I made a burger appear." Like, you know, it, that's some pretty amateurish magician shit. Did you guys watch the disco one? The disco yeah, one is one of, where the, yeah. uh, one of the, my the Duke one of, of Doubt my ends favorite. Up, the Duke of Doubt ends up trapped in a jukebox at the end. I gotta watch these. And he's he's spinning around on a, like on the turntable. Yeah, that's pretty. Well, no, he's wait, skipping the at first. He's like, playing so him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It he's is? skipping. He's like, rah, 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 rah. yeah. That that was a good moment. Um, wait, so he's talking, although the needle is causing him to skip. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. It, well, it does because this is a fantasy world. Yeah, oh, I think that that is one you of. Forgot the, about magic. I think that's that's the key element of the, of of this continuity. Do you think that, that it, you know? It's. Do you think that the Duke of Doubt is necessary for the Burger King to exist? I mean, uh, I can see that. I don't. Seems like I think that's I what they. Like I, I think that's what, I think that's what they're, tra- they're trying to set that up. Thought that was the case. What is, but I mean, it's like, couldn't you have McDonald Land without the Hamburglar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You could yeah, have, you'd like, have Birdie like, and the Fry Guy. I guess all, it's you, all you would need is the show Barney because it has a bunch of bullshit and they're all happy. But it's true. Like, what is like what is the? I will give you hamburgers. You will give me money. What is the point they're Classic. trying to make with the Duke of Doubt? Like, the point of the Hamburglar is that these hamburgers are so good that he, like, wants them yeah. and he has to steal he's like, them. He's like, the, he's like the Tricks Rabbit. Or the well, Lucky Charms. The key difference Dude. between Leprechaun. the Tricks Rabbit and the Hamburglar is that... The, <laughs> it's gonna be the, good. The Tricks Rabbit frequently seems to... Podcast title. Try, he... he legitimately obtains tricks sometimes and then the children take it away from him. The Hamburglar is always trying to steal the hamburgers, so he doesn't really have... I mean, he's not well, in the right. You Whereas don't, I always we feel, don't know the whole story. We don't I know that they were right for the tricks rabbit. No, I never feel know. bad for the ham. But he'd look at he's you wearing say, that. Okay, you say not we don't know the whole story. You can say that about any of these guys. Not enough information. He's wearing black and white stripes. Clearly a criminal. You try to turn your life around... As an ex-con exactly. in this world, exactly. he's not an ex-con. Say, oh well, he's... you can you succeed as long as you try. Like you make what you want. You know, that's he's yeah. not an ex-con. If anything, you, he's you an tell that to the Beagle convicts. Boys. You think the Beagle the Boys Beagle could just go boys... get a job? 
Like you think like <laughs> not dress like that. No, I'm just saying if not you're tattoo on their forehead in, like prison garb. You're obviously you obviously <laughs> didn't like like you that that suggests to me that you have just escaped from prison illegitimately escaped from <laughs> prison. See, it doesn't mean like you served your time and they let you out and they were like, no. you know what, keep not, the outfit. Keep the outfit. You're not gonna go to a job interview holding so a, on you. a giant sack with a dollar sign on it. That's obvious. <laughs> mm. But <laughs> you know, um No Point being when you think about it like that the hamburglar would be totally pointless in the Burger King kingdom because this guy's just magically making hamburgers all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Really they, kinda, they seem to be priceless. Kind of fucks with the economy. Without, right. yeah. Whereas Mc, yeah. Ronald McDonald has no clear purpose whatsoever. Well, does Ronald, is Ronald McDonald, McDonald run like in charge of land, the... or does Mayor yeah. McCheese run McDonald exactly. land? Well, he's the mayor. I think, yeah, I mean, it I seems think, like he would. I think Mayor McCheese is kind of like He's kind of like a crony of Ronald no, McDonald. He's not a, Ronald you know, McDonald think, know, is Ronald kind of like Ronald McDonald works for Mayor. Just kind of like if you've seen, if you've ever watched Boardwalk Empire, you know, like Goodfellas. Nucky Thompson is really running the show, but then he has some like random mayor who like changes periodically. It is just like doing his bidding. I don't know that reference. Um, but, but your point stands. I, it was I don't clear, point, nonetheless. Point, point stands. Could you could you rearrange that as a reference to Con Air? Yes, in the yes, movie yes, Con Air. Thank you. <laughs> I love that movie. So, okay, in the we're mo- only referencing Steve Buscemi movies on this. No, I'm now, sorry, right? it I cannot call be done. that a Steve Buscemi movie. <laughs> Boardwalk Empire wasn't a movie. I mean, that's maybe like uh, a, whatever. It's, it's, shows. it's a Nicholas Cage no, they, movie. I'm no, sorry, the movie a, Con Air has movie. nothing to do and with a John Cusack movie. But I wouldn't call it. I, would you call it a? a, a, a Who's the guy that plays cue ball? John Ma- Cole Meany? Not Cole. Are you, are you, are you thinking I mean, of Cole I maybe Meany? would call the it movie, a Cole Meany. At this point, like, the movie Con Air is a distraction from a distraction from a distraction at this point. It's really the name okay. of a hair dryer. So, all right. So getting getting back on topic. Um, I, okay, since everybody read that article on thoughtcatalog.com... You may have noticed that Dave Chappelle, you know, you know, Tea Party of, is sponsored by ThoughtCatalog.com. He lights himself this on is, fire, but I wouldn't call it a Dave Chappelle movie. You guys done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, a lot of the literature that's been written on the Burger King Kingdom kind of refers to it as kind of as, as like a darker, like edgier version of McDonald Land. And Does it? I just was kind of wondering what you guys thought about that. I, I'm not sure that I agree with that premise. A lot of it? I mean, is there a large enough sample size to... I can off... I, I have actually... I actually pasted in a direct quote, which I think supports the point you're making, John. Led by the Burger King, the kingdom was far more subversive in nature. Com- this is comparing it to McDonaldland. Far more subversive in nature, populated by a band of fringe characters, such as the Burger <laughs> Thing, the Duke of Doubt, the Wizard of Fries, and Sir Shakes-a-Lot. Yeah, I also found that really odd that someone would characterize it as subversive in any way, shape, or form. Uh, or that comparing anything to McDonald's land means anything. Uh, <laughs> I think I I I I think I I would agree that it's that it's like it's definitely weirder than McDonald's land. But that's clearly what they were going for. Is it? 
Yes. I think the fact that uh, here's here's what speaks volumes is that every what single the fuck is weirder than I mean, McDonald Land. Yeah. What the really fuck like is Grimace? You, you, we've grown accustomed to McDonald Land. What the fuck is Grimace? We, it's My been point so was yeah, that like every Grimace, single the Fry like, Guys are very strange. Here, fry guys everybody are quite here, everybody odd. in any article we've referenced, everybody in, has it's like it is always comparing it to McDonald Land, and that is, I mean, you. you they're like they're it's it's sort of like the Sega Genesis, right? You know, to 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 go back to 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 that metaphor, oh, which we always seem to get into. Sega I just it's, it's metaphor. Yeah, like, like Sega Genesis it, to the McDonald's Whopper has Land. glass processing. You know, yeah. so you're saying you're saying what, John? You're saying that the Burger King Kingdom will do what McDonald don't? Yeah. Danny, I, I believe that's I exactly what I'm saying. Because no, because McDonald's, McDonald's, took, took McDonald's has always it, it, been it's a shadow. the Coca-Cola of the industry. Exactly, like, exactly. It's always Thank been you. like the it's top dog. It's the shadow, and they you know, were, so, so, had so to compete in, with it on its own playing field. It's the same thing. I'm not sure that I really... It's going to necessarily be like the young, you know, upstart... Uh, you know, company that's that's like nipping at the heels. No, I wouldn't say upstart. I would say like like desperate second place, like. I'm, we're gonna put out a clear cola too, you know. We're gonna. You're right. It's like Pepsi. It's like Sega. Yeah. It's like the the Slate political gab fest. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay, oh. so you don't talk anymore. Yeah. That's <laughs> our like, rival no, podcast, it's, Danny. It's like no. It's more like uh, we, it's more like the weeds. I thought we'd. So, uh, so here's here's what I think. I I, I think you know, I, I, you, you take into account the fact that. The two most surreal, most bizarre kind of out there characters, uh, namely the Burger Thing and the Wizard of Fries, are by far the least well documented of of the universe. I think that our picture of the universe is is very incomplete. That's that's all. That's probably by design. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, it might. Is our picture incomplete, or is the universe poorly designed and not really fleshed out? I would question whether this universe ever really had any coherent um, ness in the first place. <laughs> Did it? Was it intended to? Yeah, maybe I, it was just a bullshit commercial series. It seems like it was pretty bullshit. I mean, it was it was a clear it rival to McDonald Land, uh, which is also pretty bullshit, right? And it, it, right, it, and it had to outdo that bullshit with a way wider umbrella of horseshit, mm. horseshit bullshit. Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, so maybe this is getting into the initial question of whether or not the Burger King Kingdom was in fact an ill-fated venture. It was. I mean, okay. it, it definitely sucked. Let's. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Let, let's. Let's. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear everybody's thoughts on this question, Danny. I, when you said Burger King Kingdom, I thought of a like a playplex with a ball pit and the tubes to crawl through, that kids play in while their parents are ordering hamburgers. It sounded like a playground. <laughs> so no my point is I had never even heard not not that I didn't know what it was I had never even heard the words before whereas <laughs> to hearken back to one of our classic examples of this segment the uh, McDLT 
episode of this segment. classic segment. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had heard of a, a McDLT. So, I mean, how long were the, did the commercials for the Burger King Kingdom run? Uh, I, I let's see. I think I do have that in my notes. Um, mid seventies to late eighties. What, fifteen years? So, over ten years. That's a lot of long time. All right. But that's- yeah, although 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 I think in that time I think it sort of morphed a little bit, and I think uh, probably by the by the by the by the late eighties I think uh, they sort of dropped most of the other characters, and I think it was more just about the Burger King. It was King. just a bunch of D-list celebrities and singing. About I don't know if you guys know this, but the the Burger King himself was advertised in some of those commercials as like being a guy that was going to like appear at specific Burger King that. locations. That was costume. really creepy. John, I would say that to answer your question, um ne- to take this question next, was this a ill was this an yeah, Jeremy, ill-fated Jeremy, let's I'd like to hear from you next. I think so. Well, John, yeah, to uh, <laughs> was the Burger King kingdom an ill-fated My answer is yes. Venture? Jeremy. I would say conceptually the Burger King kingdom is a mess. I mean, it makes no fucking sense. It's really gay. <laughs> it's, it's like 1995. It's it's some stupid it's so shit. Gay. It has it has low production values. I don't really understand the motivations of any of the characters. I don't know what this fucking robot wizard is doing. Um, in that sense, mm-hmm. yes, like it has not survived. It's it, it's a failure. On that level, um, it's not a success in the way that McDonald's Land is. It's kind of a joke. On the other hand, this is a, if you just look at this as like this is a 10 to 15 year marketing campaign. Did did this get some kids in there? Sell some fucking hamburgers? I don't know. Maybe it did. It probably did, or else they wouldn't have kept doing this fucking bullshit campaign. So in that sense, maybe it served their purposes. Maybe it took. Maybe it took a little of the wind out of the sails of McDonald's land in the late 70s and early 80s. And in that case, you know... To the extent that it still exists today. Yeah, so... uh, Well, sure, but... You know... Yes, your answer is yes. I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say yes. It was. was (laughs) All right, great. Those those are some really well thought out remarks, Jeremy. Uh, I think uh, Chris. We haven't heard from you yet. Um, Was it ill fated? Um, Was it an ill fated venture? If you if you put the Burger King Kingdom through a Brita, would McDonald Land come out? No, it's uh, nothing but nothing but but crap would come out. It's. Put it was complete garbage, and you know, watching it, at first I was just bored, but the more I watched it, the the sadder I became. I think it's suffused with a a sense of of melancholy and purposelessness, and it reminds you of Danny. Stop fiddling with that cheese and the meaninglessness of life. Um, it was not only was it ill-fated by association it makes the people who watch it become ill-fated as well 
Damn, I, I said, dog. That seems, in essence, to be what you say about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was yeah, basically what so. you said about he's the DJ, yeah, I'm the doctor. Like I mean, but was I? Yeah, wait, did you? That's what you said about Richard Jeremy, Dreyfus. Right. Jeremy, did did you just call that album "He's the DJ, I'm the Doctor"? Because that would have been, been a much better album. Add that to the database. Be awesome. Right no, but then it would it wouldn't have had any he's rapping. The DJ, One of them's I'm just the operating. He's the DJ. Well, I'm the, Rapping doctor. Well, according to your chart. <laughs> so this, the question before the group was, was the Burger King kingdom, and and this is in scare quotes now, an ill-fated venture? End scare quotes, question mark. Uh, uh, all right, no, look, question mark you know, uh, I, I think that this is a question that... Uh, I think everybody really needs to answer for themselves. <laughs> you know, I think in one sense, I think the, the, the gimmick uh, of the Burger King kingdom seems kind of hokey, uh, perhaps even cringeworthy by today's standards, uh, maybe even bordering on shameful in, in certain respects, uh, like the, uh, the Parkinson's uh, afflicted uh, Sir Shake a lot. I think, I think though, in another sense, it's remarkable. According to Wikipedia, the Burger King Kingdom lasted well over a decade, from the mid '70s to the late '80s, which, when you think about it, is actually pretty impressive. You know, in such a cutthroat industry. So I think, while it may have technically, you know, died out, uh, which is to say, met a bad fate, in scare quotes. Uh, I think you could argue that it was a resounding success, given like the original goal with which it was conceived, uh, and then the subsequent longevity that it saw. So the ultimate answer is, uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Concur. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the ultimate goal was to sell some hamburgers, which... They've been doing. They are still the in Burger, business. Burger King, and I, and I do believe they still use the Burger King uh, in some yeah, in some, some, in some, some internet memes. So I whatever. I do have like a lot more to say about this, but we can move on. If people, uh, we can end this if people would rather. Well, I wouldn't rather. No, what do what do you have? There's one thing that jumped out at me, and this is not really a this is not a really deep point. It did, I, I did find it very interesting that in some of these commercials from the 1970s, apparently, um, Burger King was using the slogan "If you believe in magic." Hmm. Hmm. Which like wasn't that a song? which. Well, the McDonald McDonald's in I believe the like '90s used the slogan "Do you believe in magic?" So I I found that kind of fucked up. Isn't that a uh, that's some song, right? That's a song. That, yeah, do you believe Is in it magic? Queen? Isn't that? No, it's like fucking the Love and Spoonful or some shit. Whatever. The thing that. Well, but they they definitely McDonald's made a big deal of that. Like Ronald McDonald would come out and it would say, "Do you believe in magic?" That's the song I'm thinking. No, there was the song. Yeah, do, you do you believe? You're telling me that's magic. a. You're telling me that's a Queen song. You'll always. You're saying there was a Queen song that said, "You'll always have a friend wearing big red shoes." That was a Queen song. No, that was a McDonald's jingle. Dairy Queen, I mean. Huh. That's. 
I just think it's weird that like they had a they both they they had this uh, slogans that were like the same except for two letters. I think that well, was weird. I'm sorry. What was the Burger King slogan? If you be- wearing big red shoes. If you, oh. if you believe in magic, you'll about- always have a friend wearing big, big red, red shoes. shoes. Yes, that is fucking stupid. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, they that had was before my time. It was let, no, it was not. It was a it was a well known thing. They were rocking that. Do you believe in magic shit for a number of years? No, it, the it's shoes. just the and the shoes. Yeah. Would you say that they misused the shoes? Are you thinking of I'm loving it? Because that was later. I'm not thinking of I'm loving it. How no. about it's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's? Of McDonald's! Or good wow. time, great taste. Nice That's a great memory. commercial. That's did I imagine that? You did. You're saying Maybe I, thinking of good time classic hits. The other, the other point I, the other just quick point I would make is I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot hot side, <laughs> and, and the hot stays, stays hot. hot. So uh, the other, th- the thing that is really Flagged sad is to topic. me is these commercials are obviously really, really shitty, um, but corporate, um, they really are. They're they're terrible. They're like just this low production values. They're like just a fucking mess. Like each like. They're like thirty seconds to a minute long, and they can't even like maintain a coherent like plot for that. It's like they're like, oh, something's happening now. There's like, yeah. some, it's like fucking ridiculous. But what's sad about that is Burger King did actually have some really good commercials, and I would highly recommend. This came up like in the suggested videos on YouTube. There's a really good collection of Burger King commercials under the name um, Burger King History 1. I don't recommend Burger King History 2, 3, and 4 because it definitely went downhill. (laughs) But some of their advertisements, which I think must have been in the same era, were really excellent. There's like a... A lot of them are for the Whopper. The what? (laughs) The Whopper. (laughs) The Whopper with blast processing. Is that your... Um... But they're like, you know, they're like funny and they like, they're coherent. It's like you, you, you there's one where like, um, there's like these two, these two, so these two cops come into Burger King and there's like the big cop and the little cop, or at least like the big detective and the little detective and the little detective's like, like, ooh, ooh, I want to get a Whopper. And the big cop's like, no, you can't get a Whopper. Hey, Lieutenant, can I have a Whopper? Hey, Lieutenant, a Whopper? Oh, Eddie, you stop pestering. Get there, may I help you? Well, I'll have a Whopper. Some fries and a strawberry shake. And my friend here will have a, a Whopper. No, Eddie. A regular burger or a cheeseburger or anything else you want, but no Whopper. <laughs> and the little cop's like, why? Why? I want a Whopper. He's like, and then the big cop's like, no. You can, get, you can get any of the regular hamburgers, but you can't get a Whopper. And then he's like, and he's like, ah. And then, and then they get up to the counter, and then the little cop's like, I'll have a cheeseburger. And then the big cop's like, I'll have a Whopper. <laughs> And the little cop's like, Ugh! and then they go and they sit down, and the little cop's like, "Why do you get to order a Whopper and I can't?" And then the big cop says, "Because you need two hands to eat a Whopper." You see, Eddie, it takes two hands to handle a Whopper. And then he like lifts up his big hamburger. Like, and the little is... cop only has one hand. That's what I'm calling with that. No, the little cop. Does he have a hook for him? Or is he just holding his milkshake in (laughs) here? 
It's it's actually somewhat enigmatic. The little cop is handcuffed to the big cop. So oh. it seems like the punchline what? may be actually that the little cop is actually like a criminal, but they went to Burger King. It's well done. That is you funny. should definitely check it out. That's like it open-ended. Sound well done. Sounds, no. It sounds great. No. It's Wait, really good. So so they mispronounce Whopper in the commercial? <laughs> I'm just enunciating <laughs> so that it's it's clear over <laughs> I guess it was a product of its time. And said a lot of shit wrong in those days. The point I'm trying to make Fuck it. Yeah, what is no, Good night, everybody. What's no, the point no, no. you're trying to make? Do you think... Here's what I... Here's how... Here's we, the, okay, check this out. Did you know that Burger King once had a slogan that was, Beats the stuffing out of Egg McMuffin? That's a pretty good slogan. Okay. The only other point I wanted to make is that I thought that the Burger King Kingdom commercials made a good use of slide whistles. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, yeah, I think we, good, I think we uh, all agree. With for that. instance, and liberal use of slide whistle. <laughs> as liberal as this. Do you think that it's it's possible that we are all living in the Burger King kingdom? No. No, yes. seems unlikely. No, but think, I think, about, think about it. Absurd if, if, on its face. If, if if technology has gotten to the point where we could no, because our music is better. A Burger <laughs> King kingdom, then it's probably statistically more likely that oh. we are living in a simulation. The, simu- of... the simulation argument. The simulated Burger King kingdom <laughs> argument. I didn't uh, see. See where I'm going a mile away. I didn't see anything in the Burger King kingdom that I haven't seen in the real world. <laughs> like. If you're saying, like, sure. do we live in a universe where, like, there are shitty magicians and you can purchase hamburgers, then, like, <laughs> no, yes. But, but can you shit french fries and eat them as food? I never saw that. I don't think that's canon. <laughs> You've been listening to Bear Friend Tea Party or some shit. Um, You've been listening to Bear Friend Tea Party, a podcast that is available at bearfriendteaparty.com or its real URL. You're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party. To, to download further list episodes of Bear Friend Tea Party. <laughs> For, further list. Really bad. <laughs> You've been listening. Listen more Bear Friend Tea Party? You can find Bear Friend Tea Party <laughs> podcast. Listen, friend tea. Flowersofdisgust.com. Listen more flowers more of podcast disgust. Podcast. For Listen more to podcast.biz. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe iTunes. Flowersofdisgust.coffee. Review good iTunes podcast of choice. Your For more Bear Friend Tea Party, just do whatever it was you did to get this one, yes. but with a different <laughs> episode number. Get on a horse, gallop away, and then one more podcast. And then and then review our podcast for a change, asshole. Patreon donors will get. I believe the first person to write in gets twenty dollars. Twenty large, everyone. Uh, American dollars. Looking at you, Drooby. American dollars. That's one Tubman. <laughs> First person to write in Looking at you, Droopies Gets 20 large First real person First that real is person. one of us What, what, 
Wait, Sorry, occult to... mummy. You're out did, of the running. Did they have to write a physical letter or will an email? No, they could it? literally send a period. They could send so just any, an email. They could send any no, diacritic. They, uh, they could don't send, send us the, your period. They have to ask That's for gross. $20 if they want $20. No, they, but okay, they could send just oh, no, you're right. a we dollar sign. We removed that stipulation. You're right. We no, removed that removed. stipulation. I'm just asking, does it have to be a letter or is it an email? No, they could send like like, no, like an end parentheses. They could send a... <laughs> Any. Should we should we say what the email address is? That's why I'm asking. Good night, like, everybody. What is the or... no? The email address is Bearfriend Tea Party at.